It's time to get recharged, people. Hey, good people. Welcome to the Recharge Family Podcast. I'm Kyle Hill, and I want to share some of my experiences as a father with multiple kids with unique needs. And I also have over 25 years of experience working with kids in needs as an educator. The ultimate goal of the Recharge Family is to help you so you can help the kids or the teens in your life so they can reach their amazing potential and be successful in whatever it is that you want them to accomplish. You can follow me at Recharge Family on any of the socials. Now let's get you recharged. So let's get into the episode. What is going on, fellow parents? Thank you for dropping in the Recharge Family Show. In this episode, we're going to talk about building up our kids, building up people in general, because we all need it. Think for a second. I'm sure there's been something in the last you know, month or so where you had half a second where things weren't going so well, and maybe there was somebody in your life who said, you know what, I really like the way you're doing this, or thank you for doing this, or wow, you were great at that. And sometimes that little bit of a perk, that little bit of a lift that we get when somebody builds us up is all we need to reset ourselves and get us to either keep us going or maybe get us back on track. And that's what we're going to talk about today is I was reminded of the power of building each other up when we went bowling last week as a family. Now, I am going to preface this conversation with, I don't know if this, I don't think this is coming through, but my dog really enjoys being around when I podcast. And so the last few weeks, I've been allowing her to sit in with me, whether it's this podcast or the Recharge Educators podcast that I have. And she's been hanging out. But she usually falls asleep, which she has just now as I was setting up for this. And she is snoring in the background. So if you're hearing any snoring, I'm going to apologize right up front. (laughs) But I do throw her a bone every now and then and allow her to sit in and take it all in while I'm doing podcasting. So my apologies if you're hearing any snoring in the background. But back on track, we took our family, we took our kids bowling last week. And I am not a great bowler. Matter of fact, I really enjoy having the bumpers up because I know a lot of my balls will go in the bumpers. However, my father was a pretty good bowler. And I know from him, from experience, you know, getting spares is something that you can shoot for. That's a reasonable thing. Strikes are amazing, but getting a spare, you know, when you knock down like seven and then you get the next three and you get a spare and that actually helps if you're really concerned about scoring, which our family isn't. But I I use that as a backdrop to say that kind of is my thought process when I go into bowling. Let's see if I can pick up a spare. So when I only knock over one or two pins, I feel like, oh, I'm just not good at bowling. And it kind of cements the idea that's in my head that I'm not a great bowler. Where in fact, maybe I'd be a great bowler if it was something I really wanted to spend a lot of my time on, which I do not. Not that bowling's not amazing, but it's not really something that gets me lit and I'm ultra passionate about. It's something our family does for fun once in a blue moon, and we go and we throw some balls balls down the alley, we put the bumpers up, and we're all pretty horrific and we all have a good laugh at each other. But I use this as an example because there were like three or four different times after I'd thrown a ball down the alley, when I turned around and my wife was like, good for you. And my thought was, I only got like five pins. (laughs) I'm not sure that's very good. But she kept hitting it over and over again. And that was an absolute reminder of the importance of 
the power of building people up. Sometimes we look at things through a glass half empty approach and we think, oh, I only got five, as opposed to, wow, you got five. Restructuring the mindset for us, specifically also for our kids, is super important. So the more that we can pump praise into them, the more likely we are to build confidence in them. The more likely we are to be able to help them want to take risks. There is an absolute fear of failure in all of us. It's legit. Kids are no different. Nobody wants to step out there and look horrific at whatever they're doing in life. However, a lot of successful people don't have as much fear of failure. Or even if they're petrified, they find ways to get through it so they can continue on. Because in reality, a lot of times, it's our stumbles that we learn from that help us moving forward. Now, what does all that have to do with parenting in general? Well, it was a good reminder. This was a really good reminder for me about the importance of constantly building up our kids in our house. If you have kids who have any kind of challenge, and I'm not necessarily even saying it has to be a specific disability or it has to be a specific learning challenge. It could be they put too much pressure on themselves, or it could be they've got social anxiety, or you get the idea. It could be anything. Getting over hurdles are really tough, but what allows people to get over hurdles a lot of the times is when an outside force keeps chirping at you about, wow, great job. You really did amazingly well there. And it helps to reshape your mindset and helps you to push you forward. I was also reminded this during bowling by the group that was next to us. We were super fortunate to be bowling right next to this group of, I don't know, maybe seven or eight grandfatherly aged gentlemen. And they were the most upbeat, praise-oriented guys I may have seen in a long time. And fortunately, along with that, they, one gentleman brought his grandson, who looked like he was about five, and another gentleman brought his, probably his son, who was an adult, but had special needs. And I thought to myself, as these guys are firing balls down the alley, picking up five, six, seven pins, and everybody's giving them high fives, and tell, they're all telling each other how great they're doing, I thought, what an amazing thing for these two young men to experience. The power of praise and building each other up is absolutely enormous. And if we take that in turn and we keep trying to pump praise and just building up our kids and letting them know when they're doing well and spotting the things they're doing well and acknowledging it for them, they're going to be more likely to continue to do things even if it's challenging. I am definitely of the mindset, and if you've been a listener for a while, you've heard me say this before, I am definitely the mindset that we have an absolute epidemic in this country with kids across the board, regardless of age level, and it's a lack of confidence. So many kids lack confidence. I see it in the classrooms. I see it in my own kids. I see it in other people's kids. I hear about it from parents, about their kids. Susie doesn't want to even try to do this. Larry won't even give this a try. A lot of that stems from insecurity. Nobody wants to fail. <laughs> That's not rocket science. It's very uncomfortable. It makes you feel uncomfortable. However, it's a part of the learning process. Learning is hard sometimes. But if we keep building kids up, their confidence grows. They're willing to attempt things that might be a little more challenging. I'm not telling you you can't tell kids about the things they need to improve on. That's not it at all. 
I'm telling you that there needs to be an overwhelming discrepancy in the positive praise department compared to when you're giving them feedback that's instructional on things that they need to improve on. Because it's the building up of the kids that's going to take them to the next level. So as I got positive praise from my wife over and over again, I walked out of the bowling alley that day thinking, maybe I'm not a bad bowler. (laughs) And I'm really, I'm pretty sure that I'm not great. (laughs) But it would be that mindset that would allow me to, if I really had a passion for it, to say, I'm going to go back and practice some more. Have you heard that our virtual bash workshops are expanding massively coming up this summer? And they're all completely free events where we're giving away free stuff. Not only will we have some of the biggest names in the education space from across the globe presenting to educators, but we have expanded massively this year so that we have a parent's virtual bash, which will have experts from all over the place providing parents and caregivers with all kinds of great ideas and resources to help them help their kids so they can be successful in school and beyond. We're also expanding to have a community virtual bash this year, which is focused on giving content and resources to those who work out in the community with youth. So if you're a sports coach or you work with youth organizations, maybe it's mentoring programs or even employers that work with youth. The Community Bash is exactly what you're going to need to help kids and teens become more successful as you work with them. The Recharged Family Mission is to blanket young people with incredibly compassionate and caring role models in schools, at home, and out in the community. That's how you make the biggest impact possible. Again, it's all completely free thanks to the partnerships we've developed with sponsors. Our hope is to connect you with experts who can help you make a positive impact on the young people in your lives. You'll find the Save My Spot registration form down in the show notes so that we can notify you when all the workshops go live later this summer. And as a reminder, these are on-demand workshops, so you go at your own pace and you have access for months. You're not going to want to miss out on these amazing events, so register and spread the word to your friends. Think about that in terms of academics, our kids at school. If you have a child who is behind grade level when it comes to reading, think about what they internalize. That is not easy. More than likely, the majority of kids that I see in schools who are struggling with reading, and I say this through a lens of somebody who is in charge of intervention programs for a school district, the the group of the population of students that I'm working with and the staff that I work with to support those students, they're behind grade level. And I see it on a regular basis. Their internal vision of themselves is that they're not good at something. And when you're not good at something, you're going to continue to take yourself down that rabbit hole and cement this idea that you can't do something. I also have personal experience as somebody who struggled with reading. I've had this overwhelming philosophy for many, many years that I'm not a good reader when in fact... I read fine, I just read slowly, and I need to spend more time on it because I don't comprehend as well or as quickly as others. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm a bad reader. However, internally, that's something I fight all the time. But if I have somebody, the hand on my shoulder, telling me about the things that I am doing well, I'm more likely to start to think, huh, I'm not as bad as I thought in this area. For me, it's reading. For your child, it could be any number of things. It goes back to, let's build them up. We want our kids to be able to take risks in life. 
to grow up and see something that they'd like to try and not be petrified that they're going to fail at it. I really enjoy listening to a lot of business podcasts because of the business side of what I do, but also because their take on certain things in the entrepreneur world is a little bit different than a lot of people outside of it. Because a lot of entrepreneurs fail over and over and over. And in order for them to get to wherever it is that they need to go, they have to conquer those fears of failure. They have to conquer those fears of, I don't think I'm very good at this. So I've got a couple choices. One, I can run and hide and never touch it again. Two, I could maybe reach out to somebody to help me. Or three, I could put my nose to the grindstone and watch a ton of YouTube videos or do whatever I need to to get the help that I need to get through this, even though it's not easy. So way back to what I said at the beginning, this episode is all about building up you, building up kids. My wife took half a second to build me up and I walked out of there feeling a lot better about myself. That group of grandfathers next to me, those young men that were there got to experience the power of building each other up. You really feel like you can take on the world if you've got somebody there to support you and tell you, you know what? I know you think like you're not doing well at this, but I see it from a different vantage point. Look at all these amazing things you've done so far. You're trending in the right direction. Keep it going. I hope you take that little piece of info and take it back to your families and think about how you're working with your kids. It's something I often say to educators when I work with teachers or even on my education podcast. The power of praise, the power of building each other up, it just cannot be understated. It's super important. Thanks so much for hanging out with me just for a few minutes today. I appreciate you out there. Parents, I know it is not easy work being a parent. It's a labor of love, actually. So from our house to yours, hang in there. I hope to see you again soon. Have a great one. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to follow us at Recharge Family on all the socials. And you can learn all about the content we provide for parents, educators, and community members at rechargefamily.com. Finally, we always want to hear your feedback. So feel free to email us at rechargecommunity at gmail.com or just send us a DM on the socials. Thanks again for listening. 